Welcome back. A new Russian ad campaign hopes to attract more citizens to volunteer to fight in Ukraine. The ads challenge male viewers to show they are real men by leaving their civilian lives for the military. British military intelligence and Russian media reports suggest Moscow is seeking to recruit up to 400,000 soldiers. The ad has so far been released on major Russian social networking sites. The ad says recruits would be paid the equivalent of almost $2,500 a month as a starting salary. After tens of thousands of Russian men fled the country to avoid being drafted in September, Russian authorities are playing down the responsibility of a second draft and are seeking to recruit volunteers instead. Posters seeking professional soldiers have sprung up in the Russian capital in recent weeks. The posters promise potential recruits respect, an honorable profession, and decent pay. Ukrainian volunteers are helping to find mines in reclaimed areas. NTD's Andrew Thomas has more on how they are using drones to get the job done. Ukrainian Red Cross Society volunteers flew drones last Thursday over the deoccupied Mykolaiv region. Their mission was to help demining teams locate explosives. The main part of this setup is a tablet with a big screen so that we can see tiny details on the fields. It is harder to see looking on the phone screen. This is not the main focus for the Ukrainian Red Cross Society, but it's created an emergency rescue team equipped with drones. The group currently consists of six volunteers. If we see any object that reflects light, it may be metallic, plastic, cardboard, it glares. We don't know what it is. We fly closer to it from above, always from above, and take a picture right above it. The pictures and coordinates are then transferred to demining teams, which remove the objects. This information can save the lives of both civilians and soldiers. This is done in order to receive precise coordinates of its position on the field. We transfer these coordinates to our software with database and attach a photograph of the object to the mark. More than a year after Russia's invasion of Ukraine, the two forces are still locked in a war of attrition. But Kyiv remains defiant in the face of Moscow's aggression. Andrew Thomas, NTD News. A mysterious flash lit up the sky over Kyiv last night. Residents are speculating, was it a satellite crash, a stray missile from Russia, or something else? Footage shows a bright light suddenly illuminating the sky over the Ukrainian capital. Authorities say an unknown aerial object fell down at around 10 p.m. local time. The city then put out an air alert. Officials said they couldn't confirm if it was an enemy aircraft or missile attack. But residents of the wartime city say they weren't scared. Some even hypothesize an extraterrestrial cause. I had a dream of me seeing a UFO arriving. In this moment, I realize that I am in Ukraine, in Kyiv. In this moment, I see a huge flash over the whole sky. The sky became filled with sun and bright blue, beautiful. Maybe it was a flash of hope, hope for our victory. To be honest, it would be great for it to be some kind of a sign for us. Kyiv is under frequent attack by Russian missiles and drones. These airstrikes have forced residents to take shelter underground from time to time. In Belarus, a furniture company is mimicking the products of Swedish giant IKEA. It opened its first store in Moscow to a mixed initial reaction from consumers. NTD's Andrew Thomas has more on the faux furniture. 
scores of Western companies halted all retail and production operations in Russia after Moscow's invasion of Ukraine. IKEA was one of them, so Swedhouse is trying to take its place. First of all, we are not IKEA. We aim to be like IKEA. We have our own brands, our own goods. Yes, we have IKEA items as well. We sell them. 15 to 20 percent of our range are original IKEA products. Nobody prohibits us from doing this. We sell it, people buy it. Customers inside the store offered differing opinions. We have been missing IKEA a lot lately. This new store is, let's say, a pleasant beginning. Nice beginning of the return of things we miss. We hope that there will be more items on sale. We will return. The prices did not impress me at all. Maybe it's just the beginning. Maybe things will get better. We will see. But not now? Now I'm not inspired. Others said the premises were too small. Not that I missed IKEA much, but this shop is strange. Only labyrinths, and I can't navigate myself here. Do you think it would be an alternative to IKEA? The store is too small to be an alternative. The store's layout has also drawn criticism from shoppers. Goods must not be just lying on top of each other. IKEA had a certain approach to product placement regarding the usage of space. You could lie on beds, test the furniture. They had design code. They had furnished locations like rooms. The list goes on. Plus, some items are simply worse in quality. Swedhouse initially aims to open five stores in Moscow malls. Then the company plans to expand into other Russian regions next year. IKEA briefly resumed online sales last summer. Part of the company still operates 14 shopping malls in Russia under the brand Mega. Andrew Thomas, NTD News. When we come back, a new exhibit at the Museum of Copenhagen celebrates one of the country's most revered illustrators. Never before seen original drawings and designs are on display. We'll take you there on NTD News Today. Cheerful works from one of Denmark's most revered illustrators are now on display at the Museum of Copenhagen. The artist's posters put the Danish capital on the world stage in the 1960s. NTD's Andrew Thomas has the details on his colorful return to fame. Danish poster illustrator Ib Antony achieved worldwide fame in the 1950s and 60s, but he almost faded into obscurity. After the Second World War, after the 50s, that was in some, some way struggling times, he reminded us what a wonderful country and what a wonderful capital we have and all the great things we have going for us. Now, never before seen original drawings and designs are on display at the Museum of Copenhagen. The exhibit also features famous works that put Denmark on the map. He was part of branding Copenhagen branded uh, Denmark, what he would call Mother Denmark. This notion, this narrative of this fairy tale country uh, at the far north. In the 1960s, Antony's work became known worldwide. So he was commissioned to create a campaign for the Copenhagen Tourist Association. He got his first job 
uh, branding Denmark. Um, first at the tourist organization uh, for Copenhagen, where he made something called the Season Series, uh, where we'd make a poster for summer, spring, autumn, and winter. The campaign was a huge success. Soon, tourists flocked to the Danish capital, and hotels struggled to meet demand. Antony later worked for the Danish Foreign Ministry, where he honed the same childish style. He seems like a man with a sense of humor. Um, and he liked to take uh, something that we know and just twist it a little. And he would do that with some of our most precious symbols, like the Little Mermaid. He would take a Little Mermaid and give her a hat from the Royal Guard. But in 1973, Antony died in a hotel fire in central Copenhagen. At just 44 years old, he was at the peak of his career. Then in 2009, Antony's nephew began exploring suitcases of the artist's old drawings. He found it and was just in awe of all this magnificent drawings, all this, this story that just lied there in the attic. And he took uh, some examples under his arm and he went uh, throughout the streets of Copenhagen to different galleries. The making of wonderful Copenhagen, poster artist Ib Antony, runs at the Museum of Copenhagen until October 31st. Andrew Thomas, NTD News. A rare total solar eclipse darkened the skies over the west coast of Australia. A small seaside town became one of the few places in the world where onlookers could witness the celestial event. Thousands of astronomy fans came from around the world to watch the spectacle. The solar eclipse lasted for more than three hours. A local observatory recorded the whole process. About half past 11 local time, the moon crossed the sun for about one minute. Darkness fell and the temperature dropped. Viewers cheered out loud as the eclipse hit totality. Oh, incredible. Just incredible. Someone turned the lights out and turned them back on again. How good was that? <laughs> oh, I just so thrilled and felt so eerie and I, was, I had shakes. I just like so surprised and just something like I'd never experienced before. Really. According to NASA, a hybrid eclipse occurs when the moon's shadow moves across the Earth's surface. And the solar eclipse varies between an annular and a total one. The site will appear again in nine years. Pomegranates may take a little more work to eat, but the effort pays off. This giant berry offers a wide range of health benefits. Here's Gina Marie with Strong Mind and Body. When was the last time you had a pomegranate? Can't remember? Never had one? Too much trouble to open? I get it. These are typical responses as these fruits aren't all that common, but I'm going to tell you a little more about them in hopes that you'll give them a try or at least eat them more often. So what are pomegranates? Pomegranates are small to medium, round-sized red fruits. They are native to the region running from northeast Turkey to Afghanistan. They have a hard-like shell exterior that houses juicy seeds. In ancient times, pomegranates were used to treat a number of health problems. This includes digestive disorders, intestinal parasites, and skin problems. Scientists have recognized the health benefits of eating the seeds or drinking pomegranate juice. 
The most common complaint about pomegranates is the work involved in extracting the seeds. There are plenty of videos online that will teach you how to prepare one quickly and easily. Next, we'll look at five benefits of pomegranates. Number one, they reduce blood pressure. Research involving pomegranate juice has shown that drinking pomegranate juice can lower blood pressure. Number two, antibacterial. Pomegranates contain compounds that may help eliminate certain microorganisms. These include bacteria, yeasts, and fungi. These compounds may help with the microorganisms that cause bad breath and tooth decay. Number three, they boost bone and joint health. Bone and joint health are important for everyone and especially older women in menopause and postmenopause. Research has shown that pomegranate oil extract has positive therapeutic effects on bone health. Number four, reduce inflammation. Chronic inflammation is associated with many serious diseases and health problems. Pomegranates contain compounds that have demonstrated anti-inflammatory and antioxidant properties. And number five, support urinary health. For kidney stone protection, pomegranate extract may help. In a study of adults who experienced recurring kidney stone development, the use of 1,000 milligrams of pomegranate extract for 90 days appeared to inhibit the formation of the stones. You can eat pomegranates as a snack or add the seeds to smoothies, fruit and vegetable salads, yogurt, puddings, grilled meat or fish, punch, wine, cocktails, mocktails, and dips. A Powerball ticket worth more than one and a half million dollars will soon expire. The ticket for the October 26th drawing matched all five numbers, missing only the Powerball. It was sold in Los Gatos, California, that's south of San Francisco. Lottery officials are urging anyone who bought a Powerball ticket at the mobile gas station on Los Gatos Boulevard to check their car, wallet, junk drawer, or anywhere else they might have put it. If no one turns in the winning ticket by next Monday, April 24th, the $1.5 million prize will go to California public schools. Thanks for tuning in today. If you'd like to share any news tips or feedback for the show, please feel free to email us at news.today at ntd.com. I'm Chris Beers, NTD News, New York City.